It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Do you want the good news or do you want the not so good news? You got to do the the bad news first. That's I think you do well. I, I think we'll do the good news first. By the way, uh, it is the Patrick Johnson show on a Monday. A little overreaction Monday. Boy, do we have some overreacting. Monday afternoon quarterback. I meant to get uh, our art department to work up a uh, a graphic for this because this is becoming a thing now on Mondays where myself and Benjamin. Uh, otherwise known as uh, Ben B Baby Byram. Hey Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Hi Ben. I, there we go. And uh, Cookie. Woo. Uh, Lord Christopher, Chris Cook, is uh, a part of uh, the Overreaction Monday segment. A body. So slamming. Ben, why don't you why don't you work up uh, get Dylan to work up something for us for next Monday, and we'll post it on the social. You know, something with you and me, and then maybe uh, Cookie in one of his various personas for for some you know promotional material. The five faces of Cookie. I, I think one is enough, but yes, you have you can pick from those five faces, but one is enough. One is enough. Cookie, you good? By the way, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, good. Otherwise, just speak when spoken to. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Cookie. Uh, no, Cookie's doing a great job. All right. Um, well, I, I think the bad news is the bad news, Ben. Uh, it's, what could this it's possibly the, um, be? I know I got something on my mind. Might hold it for hold my beer. Yeah, hold, we're going to do hold my beer today, hopefully. Uh, but the bad news is um, Sam Darnold's eligible to come off the injured reserve. No, the bad news is... Uh, Rajay Harris out for the season. Injury to his right knee happened during the game. Um, I remember the hit. I, I well, it's just it's unfortunate. It's it's a terrible thing. Uh, you know, the word around the campfire was that Harris had his MRI yesterday morning, and obviously they they had it back uh, late yesterday or today. And uh, I, we don't know exactly what the injury is. I'm not going to come on here and be speculative over exactly what the injury is. But obviously if it's a knee injury, they've done an MRI and he's done for the season. I think we have a a fairly good idea. Uh, And it's unfortunate because, you know, when you talk to college football, these guys that are analysts like Rini and Golia, who we had on uh, Saturday on the pregame show and, uh, you know, Sonny Sunhalder, who's, you know, big rising star doing these, telecast for ESPN plus, you know, they, they really sing the praises, not so much of, uh, Harris as, you know, just what he does with his running prowess, but you know, they, they, they note he's the best pass blocker of the running backs and, you know, Reney played running back in the NFL. He knows, 
Before uh, there was Keaton Mitchell, there was Rajay Harris. We, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, he had the he had the big first year. So I, I I hate it for him. He's a he's a great kid. You know, Keaton Mitchell didn't dress. Uh, he was in street clothes, if you will, on uh, Saturday, and um, you know the network is reporting that's a hip pointer situation. So you know we we have heard and we we've you know had our fun with this, but we hear about the running back room, Ben. And, you know, now, now we'll find out exactly how deep that running back room is. Um, I think there's some, there's going to, going to have to get some productivity out of there. Well, I like what I saw from Marlon Gunn. Granted, it was, it no, was, yeah. it was late and uh, USF Absolutely. has his issues, but Marlon Gunn was seeing the holes very well and I thought looked pretty, pretty damn good for uh, filling in. You know, Marlon Gunn's been uh, good. He's shown some signs in some moments. He's taken advantage of the chances he's been given. Uh, but now, you know, you got to have depth in that position. And you got to have quality depth in that position. I mean, where does this kind of leave some of the other guys? Edwards, the UNC transfer, and Pop McKay. I mean, we'll see. Uh, somebody's going to have to step up. And I believe there was a guy from Marshall who mm-hmm. Houston was yeah. singing his praises for a little bit yep. in the offseason, yep. but we haven't heard from him in a while. So somebody's going to get a shot because, and, and, and I know nothing on this front. I'm just, the Keaton Mitchell thing, not concerning for the rest of the season, but obviously it's a, it's it, if it is indeed a hip pointer situation has been, that has been reported, then that is, a, that's the thing that's going to take some rest and rehab. Well, they said he, uh, he addressed for that game. And then there was like a decision a little bit before that game where he had a, Undress uh, for a lack right. of terms there. Kind of warmed up, clothes. saw what he could do, yeah. and then, yeah, they did. And that may have been the case. We weren't there, as in Ben and I weren't there. We had to go off hearsay on Twitter because even the ESPN stream was not up at that point. So right. That, the, yeah, that stream was not up at this po- that point. And uh, there were reportedly 3,000 people at the game. I think they multiplied it by 10. But, I mean, you know, what did you expect? It was a neutral site game that they put together three days before. Um, but my point is, you know, that's that the running game, I think, has to be there for this offense because it's been so balanced this year. And when the Pirates have been good in their three wins, the, the running game has been productive. Uh, some of the good news is Holton Aylers named the AAC Offensive Player of the Week, 465 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, his. Uh, Running mate since the Conley days is C.J. Johnson, who has come back and had a heck of a year. It's a really awesome redemption story. He's balling out right now. Four touchdowns in the win. That is uh, tying for a record in the American Athletic Conference. Ben, do we have the montage of those four guys uh, and their touchdowns ready? Absolutely. Let's uh, hit it. Avery Jones snaps it back. Holton's in the pocket. He's looking. He's going to throw it down the right side. Man is behind the defense. Catches the ball down the far sideline. 20, 10, 5, in. Touchdown, Pirates. C.J. Johnson turned it on, and the Pirates are on the board with a 6-0 lead. Second down and four. Ehlers in the pocket, looks, he's going to air it out down the far sideline. It is caught by C.J. Johnson. He got behind the secondary, broke a tackle to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. He's in. Touchdown, Pirates. And they lead 20 to nothing with 14.09 to go in the first half. It's first and 10 Pirates in the Pizza Hut red zone. Ehlers looking, backing up, throws it to C.J. Johnson. He catches the ball. 
touchdown, Pirates. C.J. Johnson with a 14-yard strike. 40 to seven, Pirates. With 18 seconds to go in the first half, Aylers will operate out of the shotgun. Holton's going to throw it to the right side. He's got C.J. Johnson out there. He catches the ball in the end zone. Touchdown, Pirates. The fourth touchdown pass from Ehlers to Johnson. A nine-yarder in the back of the end zone. And the Pirates have a 47-21 lead. Winstead and Jones would get in on the action from Ehlers, who again finished with half a dozen touchdowns. I mean, it's pretty remarkable stuff. Brett Strilo, uh, our friend and colleague, who uh, kind of reps App State, listing the seven quarterbacks with at least 15 touchdown passes and less than four picks this season. Four from programs here in the state. They include Chase Bryce at App State, uh, Drake May at uh, University North of Carborough, and uh, Sam Hartman at Wake, and then Holt Naylor's. So uh, pretty good company there for uh, Holton, and we're happy for him, happy that he uh, received that honor. I mean, I, I don't know who else you would have given it to. You probably could have gone with uh, CJ, uh, but obviously Holton was the catalyst for that whole thing. Um, and some of the other honors, I was looking at it before. Tulane's linebacker was uh, player Nick, of the week. Nick Anderson, I believe his yep. name is. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the quarterback was uh, on the honorable mention also uh, the third string quarterback, the guy that helped him win the game against Houston on Friday night. Uh, they are going to be uh, back, or I should say, uh, the, the thinking is that they're going to. Uh, to be at full health at the quarterback spot. Uh, Michael Pratt will be back for uh, Tulane, but that that's what their coach is saying. You know, and uh, we know coaches say things, right? So uh, we'll see how all that winds uh, down and how all that materializes. Uh, this is Mike Houston's thoughts uh, after the uh, victory, uh, courtesy of uh, the uh, Pirate Sports Radio Network. We did. Uh, a little frustrated with the third quarter, uh, obviously. But, uh, and that's, I'm telling you, I, I, as soon as we went at half, I already knew what I needed to do and just trying to get them, listen, you got to focus on one play at a time. You know, it's nothing, nothing. You know, we got to play hard in the third quarter. You know, we want to win the third quarter. Um, but it's human nature and it's hard. It's hard for them. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm just, that's the South Florida I was afraid of seeing all week. I mean, they have so many dynamic playmakers. I mean, it is, if they get it figured out now, they're, they're going to be some, some problems for some people down the stretch. So, uh, but it's great to get the win, uh, with the challenges this week. You know, we had some, uh, some of our players that had some personal, uh, challenges this week and just the way they've handled everything. And, uh, you know, the kind of the, some of the unknowns, some of the changes in schedule, uh, you know, the flight yesterday, just, you know, really, really pleased the way we, we played to get the win. And coach on the uh, goal line stand, they had a couple inside the uh, inside the red zone big stands, the goal line stand that coach will reference here. Uh, but they also forced a turnover uh, of uh, USF, so that was great to see from the defense. Coach Houston on that goal line stand for the Pirates. Thank goodness we finally had a goal line stand and won the ball game. You know, but that, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was the ball game right there. The goal line stand and then the drive by the offense. You know, just being able to get the first downs. You knew you needed a couple of first downs to really put the game away. Um, so, you know, when, when Rajay broke uh, for the first down, you got us out of the hole, you felt like, you know, right then you had to control the ball game. So um, I hate that we couldn't uh, get control of it earlier. I would have liked to, 
But, uh, hey, it's a road win uh, in conference play. And uh, Holt Naylor's postgame seven here, Ben, on the way the offense uh, went on Saturday. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, offensive line gave us a lot of time, and um, we, we've, we've always felt like, you know, we had really good matchups at receiver, and um, Saves went out there and performed really well, and just super proud of the guys. And this is uh, Holton's thoughts on how they produced against the Bulls' defense. Our offense is so much, you know, RPO-based and, uh, you know, see what they come out and take us. We didn't know. I mean, we knew they were going to be closed middle. It was going to be man or cover three, but uh, they kind of played different teams a little bit different. And, uh, I mean, obviously they gave us man coverage today, and we, we feel like we have really good matchups with them. And, obviously, went out there and produced really well. And on uh, a final note here, as far as the game goes, uh, Coach Houston on facing uh, Tulane next after their big win over Houston. Yeah, I was able to watch it, and uh, you know, I've known Coach Fritz for a long time, and we, we've talked about that, and I've such respect for him, and I knew he'd have them, you know, turned around. But you just watch him play last night, you know, very solid defensively. Uh, very good offensively with all the stand-up positions, and they'll be able to go in with a backup quarterback uh, and then a young quarterback and be able to win that ball game in Houston. That's a very impressive win. So obviously we have our hands full uh, going down there to New Orleans next uh, Saturday night. Uh, but I told the kids, you know, you never you never pout around after a win. And so we, you know, we're going to enjoy this win tonight, and we'll start getting ready for Tulane tomorrow. All right. Um... They announced the time for homecoming, Memphis, 7.30. It'll be on the U. So a little primetime uh, action there for the Pirates, uh, who have proved to be a uh, a good draw for ESPN this year, an exciting team, and uh, Memphis is playing well. So um, that uh, designation has come. So uh, you play well, you get some primetime games. You don't get those nooners. So uh, that is today's, I guess that's the Pirate Report, right? There we go. Uh, we're going to come back, do a little hold my beer. Uh, we're also going to do a little uh, giveaway now for a Chico's Mexican restaurant gift card. Your chance to win that if you're caller five at 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. And if you've got a hold my beer and you're the winner, we'll happily put you on that segment coming up next. Winner will get a uh, Chico's gift card, 252 561 game going to caller five more of the patrick johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ecu pirates 94.3 the game do you have something you need to get off your chest? Get off your chest. I am not here for rage. I'm here for revenge. Did your favorite team blow another game? They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Or is there just something that's driving you crazy? I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. It's time to let it all out. You have made me very angry. Very angry indeed. With another edition of Hold My Beer. Hold my beer. Cookie, what you got? All right. Um, so my gripe for this week, right, is that there is no place open, gas station, convenience store, or whatnot, near ECU's campus past 10 o'clock. And that is absolutely ridiculous. They closed <laughs> down that sheets on Charles Boulevard. Well, they're re- a killer. That was a killer closing that They're redoing down. it. Yeah. They are building a new one, guys. Well, what am I going to do in the meantime, though? I wanted some candy last night at, like, 1030, and I go to the nearest gas station, and they're closed, and there's no other place around. Like, what am I supposed to do? Are you uh, 
on a bike or are you on horseback or are you walking uh walking or driving preferably walking though you would think like right, being right next to ecu's campus there would be like no i understand something. i get what you're saying yeah but but it, you know you could get in the car and go elsewhere yeah but who's got time for that you know what i mean it's 10 30 <laughs> it's 10 30 on a monday night or a sunday night like i'm trying right. to watch football like chris has got an old jeep and coming from someone who had an old jeep that was a similar model it's not fun taking that thing it is not that. no i would much prefer walking definitely not yes. the best grocery getter is there a uh is there not a what would you call it a uh like a uh, what is it that delivers groceries I don't know what that oh, well, that's, service is. Uh, that, that's like an extra 10 bucks Instacart. added on. Instacart. Yeah, Instacart. Could you not Instacart it or Grubhub it or something? I, I don't have time it's for expensive. that. It's, it's, expensive, a spur, though, it's a spur yeah. of the moment thing. You know, it's 1030, football's on. I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll go grab some candy, and then it's not right. even open. Did you maybe think when last time you went to the market to maybe get a little candy? You know, just I, have some. I, I'm, have a a, I'm a one-day-at-a-time kind of guy. You know, I think <laughs> I right? that You much. take it yeah. one day at a time. Take it one day at a time, brother. Uh, oh, threw the brother in. Look at that. A little bit of uh, the wrestling. Brother, brother. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, ben, uh, can I go before you? Because I have a feeling you're, you're oh, going to yeah. be. Absolutely. I really don't. I don't have anything. I guess uh, congratulations to Chris from Greenville winning our uh, Chico's gift card. Another you know, Chris. Little, Love to see another it. Chris. But yeah, he wanted to come uh, on air. So that's, you know, that's, that's, a, hold my that's beer. a little grinding of my gear. That's a little hold my beer. You know, come on the air, Chris. Talk to it. It's a, it's a safe space. Come we're, on. We're giving you something for free. Well, he did earn it. He did earn it by calling in. But yeah, we wanted to put you on the air and get you what you think. I, I guess I really don't. You know, anything I've got to gripe about, nobody cares about. But you, I guess it is my something. I guess it is my segment. Yeah, you're on I'll the just spot. Say, Let's I'll hear just it. say this: no good deed goes unpunished. I'll just say that. I went after the after the uh, broadcast yesterday of uh, volleyball to go visit my parents. You know, kind of surprise them. Well, they were, I, I pull into the hood, the neighborhood, and they're driving out to go meet some distant relatives for dinner in Newburgh. So <laughs> they didn't have time for you. Is what I'm they hearing. did not have time for Join me. Them. And then, you know, you know, I'm a giver guys, you know, this, I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. I try to help the young people. You could right? say that, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like, I like to help. Sounds I like, like to help the, the hold my beer. Yeah. It might be. I like to help the young people. I, I, so can, I, I can vouch for that. I can, I and then, can agree yeah, with that. No, on, on real talk, yes, Patrick helps the young folk in Greenville, yes. And 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 beyond. And so there was a guy I worked with a few weeks ago. He was, he was a little down in the dumps, and he put all his business in the street on Twitter. And I just I sent him a text today saying, you know, hang in there. Just keep doing what you're doing. Send and some then good some, vibes out, right? I was. I was trying, I'm trying to do some send some good vibes out. But then, as I say, no good deed goes unpunished because now somebody else who's relying on me to kind of be there – uh, their muse in this broadcasting business, their uh, their shine, their beacon, their their you know northern star, is is texting me and wanting me to make time this week to talk to him about. I guess he's not happy with how his career is going. I don't, and you no. don't have time. I, no, I don't. So I guess that's it. You know, I just what are you? No good deed goes mother? unpunished. You know. <laughs> <laughs> therapist or the, something i need a p i mean i've helped that the particular guy i've helped him get some work so i mean come on man come on man i mean that's i guess that's what no good deed goes unpunished that's my uh that's my hold my beer for today how about that interesting yeah you know what that you know what that teaches us cookie what don't do anything us? for anybody don't do anything for anybody hey i mean Just maybe you're right yeah. you only got one yeah. thing in this world it's yourself remember that <laughs> all right 
No, be be. You can do good things. Just just realize you're, it all it comes it all at a price. Out. It, it comes at a price. Exactly. All right, uh, Ben. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> These Carolina Panthers are definitely on my on my hold my beer. So we know exactly what Ben's is going to be every week. I know. Absolutely. I want it. Yeah, it is going to be every week. I, I'm afraid. Let me just say this. Matt Rule said today. And yesterday, they're not moving on from Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he shouldn't be able to be, to be allowed to say anything today. He should be fired. He should be on his way to Madison, Wisconsin, or Lincoln, Nebraska, looking for another job. But instead, he's still talking to the media after week four here. And even that a win against the Saints was an impressive. He got lucky in that one. Jameis Winston was hurt. They were not at full strength. Matt Rule was the biggest phony in the NFL. So is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has no business being a starting quarterback. His career is over. And we're at we're at a point now where we're seriously talking about, oh, when does Sam Darnold come back? And like he's gonna fix all our problems. <laughs> That's how bad the Panthers are right now. It's not even laughably bad at this point. It's oh, just I think a very it's boring, boring bad football it's team. It's a boring team to watch. There's no reason for me to watch week to week besides the fact that I'm a fan. At this point, I know what Tepper wants. He wants to move the team. Move the team to London. <laughs> Call them the Monarchs. Call them the Silly Nannies for all I care. Get this mediocre, vanilla, boring franchise out of Carolina. It's a disgrace to this great state. I want them gone. I want them gone. See, now Ben's very passionate Get them out of here. I thought Charlotte was in South Carolina. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what they want you to believe because South Carolina has nothing. But, yeah, they can have them at this point. We, I will trade the Panthers to South Carolina for, for nothing. Maybe I'll take their mediocre barbecue. I don't know, but yeah. Would we pa- want Myrtle Panthers. or Charleston in the trade? Who do, who do we uh, want in Charleston. the trade? Charleston by far. Charleston's yeah. in the I forgot all about Although Charleston. It, it, yeah, okay. Let me let me ask you this. I, I, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, what is this move the team stuff? What do you mean he wants to move the team? What is I, that about? You know, I look at this team week to week and I look at the stadium. The stadium's boring compared to every other stadium. Nobody's like, there's people in the stands, but it's not very well fit. Let's put it this way. Matt Rule and David Tepper sucked any life out of the franchise that was left behind by Ron Rivera and Cam Newton. There's no reason to be invested in this franchise whatsoever. They're just boring. They're a nothing franchise with no identity. It just needs to go. just needs to go. Nobody cares about the Panthers. Just just let it go. I've given up on my team. I want them gone. Just do me a favor and get them out of here so I don't have to be invested in them week to week. Always anonymous text line. Has the guy running down Matt Rule ever coached a day in his life? (laughs) (laughs) Got him. I'm I'm sorry. That's funny. I had to go there, Ben. I had to go there. Ben B-Baby is a passionate Panthers fan. And I will say this, too. I'm assuming this guy's a coach. Perhaps. I I have never coached a day in my life, but I know Matt Rule is in over his head. Sounds like the running game is going to be challenging. That is uh, an always anonymous text from a Pirate fan. No, I think it is. I think there's... But we always hear about the room, so we'll see what what happens in the boom boom room uh, this week as they uh, get ready for uh, for Tulane. All right, let's hold my beer. I hold my beer as well. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this is a perfect segue into Matt Rule here. Uh, He says after the game, and we we, we're going through all some of the interesting sound from the weekend and other stuff. Matt Rule says they all know they didn't play well enough against the. the football Cardinals yesterday made the plays they had to down the stretch. Uh, you know, obviously for us, you know, we, we know every guy in that locker room knows we know that that wasn't good enough. Uh, 
Matt, well, you can well, say that again. Spectre. Thanks for that observation there that I couldn't I couldn't see for myself. <laughs> Matt Rule discusses Baker Mayfield struggles and batted passes. By the way, is Baker Mayfield like five ten? I think he's under six foot, right? He's like five ten, five eleven. He was he's about the same size as Drew Brees. I remember a that being back. a problem for him coming into the draft. But I don't remember Drew Brees having a bunch of passes batted down. Yeah, because he's a good quarterback. Baker's not. <laughs> here's, here's Baker's career is over. He's done after this year. Ben is he on might. edge today, man. He is. Go ahead, uh, Ben. Play the Matt Rule cut. Um, we, we have to go back and watch the tape. Um, you know, that, that last one was fourth and, you know, half a foot. You know, uh, it was a handoff to Christian with an RPO versus free access. Kind of the same type of a throw that we had made um, before the half to DJ to kick the field goal. You know, sort of that outright. Jeez Louise. Get, get this guy gone. Get him out of here. <laughs> uh, let me see. Anything else from yesterday? Jets beat the Steelers. Steelers are Steelers kind of stink, yeah. But you remember how obnoxious all the Steelers fans have been over the years? They're real quiet this well, year. What do, you, what do you think about – I'm just curious. What do you think about the move for them putting Kenny Pickett in late in the game? Is that Was it too early, or I'm just curious? I think this, Cookie. I think uh, it is hard to go from a Hall of Fame quarterback – and expect to have any kind of results. That's fair. And I think Matt Canada, rightfully so, is under... But look, Steeler, the Steelers aren't like college football. They're not going to fire somebody midseason. So the Steelers have to figure it out. Maybe the and, Panthers and, should be like college football. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that's their problem. They did that and got Matt Rule, a college football coach. So, well, I mean, maybe we shouldn't do that. Let me see. I'm just seeing a, boy, a lot of good games yesterday, at least score-wise, right? Uh, I am firmly off the Jaguars bandwagon, by the way, fellas. Eagles are legit. I'll give them that. They I, played I in the rain. So, and for some reason, their game plan was to throw the football in the rain with two solid backs in the backfield. So uh, I blame that one on coaching a little bit. It's going to be a struggle. First-year head coach. So, well, first year under the Jags, Doug Peterson. I was, I was, what do you mean? He yeah. won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Come obviously. On. But, you know. Well, and look. Eagles seem to be legit, as you say. Their defense is really good. Jag, uh, Trevor Lawrence was just awful yesterday. You know, I, it sucks you're bringing this game up because there's two really good Panthers uh, defensive players we let walk that are on that Eagles uh, defense right now, <laughs> James Bradbury and Hassan Reddick, who played phenomenal for the Eagles this year. And Hassan Reddick played phenomenal in that game. Uh, it would have been nice to have those guys right about now. Ben, I'll t- Cookie, you're right. Ben is fired up. No, today. He is I'll- on edge today. You man. know, I love the Panthers more than anything in this life, Patrick. And these, these, but you're ready to do away with them. Yeah, Matt Rule, and oh, David, more so David Tepper than anybody has ruined it for me. He's taken my love and killed it, crushed it right in his hands. He had it. I right thought in his your love was combat it. sports. I thought your love was combat. You used to get emotional. Combat, about combat sports, sports has been kind of. Uh, it's been kind of lackluster here recently. It's been. We haven't had a good fight in a while. I haven't heard you this emotional since your combat sports. I've never days. heard him this emotional. So. No, he's emotional. He's on edge right now. Uh, let's see. Uh, last night, the uh, the Chiefs came out and really picked up the tempo and uh, beat the uh, beat the uh, the uh, Buccaneers at uh, home. Of course, it's a tough week for the Bucs, but we got to give the Chiefs credit because they came out and really like you know kind of picked up the pace last night. They look they look like the old Chiefs. In a lot of ways, uh, is are there guys? Tell me with this: were there were there were two three and O teams coming into the week? Uh, 
No, there was one. It was the Eagles. The Dolphins uh, lost Thursday night at the Bengals. Dolphins lost Thursday. Yep. Okay, so coming into the week, if you will, you have the yeah, yeah, you're right, my right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't I forget to count Thursday. No, that's fine. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of strange. They take over every night now. Well, we'll it's hard to even see. watch it now with it being only on. Uh, I'm, I'm changing my hold my beer. The fact that Thursday night football is only on Prime, <laughs> that's my hold yeah, my beer. Yeah, but it's they're saying it's doing the same numbers it does, it does on well. TV. Commercial breaks are quick. I think the presentation is good. I don't have a problem with it on Prime, except for the fact I have to have a Prime account. That, no, that's my problem yeah. with it. Well, if you guys were married, you'd have you would have a prime account. And trust me on that. I know that firsthand. <laughs> yeah. If, Maybe that's a hold if, my beer for you. What has he got a lot of rom coms on it? <laughs> no. Well, you know, Amazon Prime. That, it <laughs> no, also, it's Amazon Prime. And everything. They, and every, my wife is is if there were a Hall of Fame for Amazon Prime, uh, Jill would be on it probably. She so. deserves to get like a golden plaque like you do for YouTube for getting a certain <laughs> amount of subscribers. <laughs> They send her a plaque to hang up in the office. You guys wonder why I work so much. Amazon Prime is the reason why I work so much. Oh, okay. okay. Um, let me see here. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So Chiefs Buccaneers. Let's uh, uh, let's go hear some sound from that really quick here. Um, what do we got? Cookie, where is it? We got uh, uh, some Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, let's hear a little bit from Brady after this. Uh, he, t- In fact, he talked about the tempo that the Chiefs set during the game. And uh, give them a lot of credit. They made a lot of good plays. Patrick played great. They ran the ball great. They did well on third down, the red area. Won the turnover battle, time of possession, you know, because we didn't do much on offense. We left our defense out there. It's a, you know, tough on our defense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes on the team's new additions chipping in. But when you have a, a new group of people, you want to see how everybody battles with adversity. And I think guys responded, and they, they, the guys that have been here led, and then the other guys came in, came in in big moments and made big plays. He's got a funny voice. He's silly. Sounds like coming <laughs> to Frog, yeah. Um, do you – so and I, who's the – is there a team that remains winless? There, I know there was one winless team coming into the weekend, right? Would that have been – The Raiders just got their first the win. The Raiders got their first yeah. win. Okay. So let me ask you guys this then. Um, do you like – Parody NFL, where we only you now have one unbeaten team and nobody's gonna go winless for the season. I think it makes I mean, that's what I think it makes it way more want. interesting. Yeah, do you? I, okay. I do. I like it because you have to take it really by a week by week basis. It makes NFL. fantasy football a lot harder. Okay, Chris is all about the fantasy football. I am, he lost I am one in three. Week, by the one way. in three right now. Yes. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. don't don't interrupt uh, Ben there, Cookie, because I Ben just broke some news. What was that, Ben? He lost to Clark. Pretty bad. Cookie. Oh, it was bad. Cookie. I, I know it was bad, Clark. I'm, I'm ashamed. Like the only person who knows less about football in this building than Clark is Michael Busimi. That is <laughs> that is that is the and the fact that you lost to Clark in fantasy. I, I, ball. I'm ashamed, disappointed, uh, dis- should be. disgruntled. Even I know we didn't play like uh, we didn't play well enough to win. Yeah, we'll have some more sound from around uh, the NFL and some college football sound. Uh, in just a bit, but right now we have Ben B Baby Byram with a 94 3 The Game Sports Flash update. Now for some good news. Taking a look at what's <laughs> happening around Pirate Nation. Career days for Pirate quarterback Holton Aylers 
and receiver C.J. Johnson in the 48-28 win over USF. Saturday earned them some acclaim from the AAC. Ehlers was named the conference's Offensive Player of the Week after completing 31 of 41 passes for, 100, for, for 465 passing yards and six touchdowns. C.J. Johnson made the conference's weekly honor roll after hauling in seven catches for 197 receiving yards and four receiving touchdowns, tying an American record for most receiving touchdowns in a game. Johnson was also awarded an honorable mention for the CFPA's National Performer of the Week. Now for some bad news from ECU football. Running back Rajay Harris is out for the season due to a right knee injury. The exact nature or the exact injury in his knee is still unknown. We do know that he received an MRI yesterday afternoon with negative results. Moving on, Pirate Football has a kickoff time for their homecoming game on the 15th against Memphis. That game kicking off at 7.30 in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. ECU Women's Soccer posted a scoreless draw against Tulsa last Thursday and sophomore defender Lindsey Aiken was recognized as the AAC's Defensive Player of the Week for her performance in that game. Aiken returned from injury in that game was critical for ECU's defense, which allowed only one shot on goal in the whole game. Wrapping up from ECU Women's Volleyball, they earned their first AAC win yesterday afternoon after defeating two Lane 3-1. ECU's Shaylin Hall was announced to the conference's weekly honor roll after being a force in the net last week, averaging 1.57 blocks per set in two matches. That's going to do it for your 94-to-the-game sports update. This 94-to-the-game sports update brought to you by Team Bunyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting Pirate student-athletes. For more information on how to donate, go to teambunyard.org. More from the P-Man on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Log on to our new website, 94.3thegame.com, for PJ Show podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Oh, I had it up here on the screen. Where's everything going on my screen today? Oh, good golly, Miss Molly. Um, Noah Henderson and Malik Fleming will be on Inside Pirate Athletics, the radio show from Logan's Roadhouse at the top of the hour. Inside Pirate Athletics with Mike Houston coming up at 6 o'clock. You can listen to it right here on 94.3 The Game or on it, head on out to Logan's. Was it cold yesterday in Pittsburgh? Because Kenny Pickett looks like he's freezing. He has gloves on and long sleeves. That's his thing. He wears two gloves. That's his look. That's his thing, yeah. He's two-glove Kenny? Is that what... uh, Kenny two-gloves. They actually call him that, yeah. Oh, is that right? Two-shoe Kenny. Okay, good. (laughs) Good. What did Ryan used to call Teddy Bridgewater? Two-possession Teddy? (laughs) Two-possession Teddy is what Ryan... (laughs) Who knew nothing about football, but that name kind of worked. It it kind of stuck. But you know what? He would have beaten Cookie in uh, fantasy football, I'm sure. Uh, but hey, if Clark can beat me, I mean, no one's off the table at this point. You know what sucked for Chris is he had Alvin Kamara, and they had that 930 game, and it was a game-time yeah. decision. He was probably asleep when that game Oh, yeah, started. there's no way I'm waking up that early on a Sunday so morning. Big, yeah, He had a big yeah. goose egg in his lineup. Well, sorry about that there, buddy. That's he still would have lost. Kamara it, it's hard, yeah. It's been a tough couple of days, like, you know, dealing with that. 
It has. You did beat Philip, right? You were. Oh you were yeah. No, I'm proud of that, Phillip. brother. You made it. I'm proud of that. I made it. I, I was sending him text messages, like stuff that's not even appropriate to say over the air. He harassed Philip the yeah, whole I, week I did, and beat yeah. him. So now that we've heard you guys uh, talk in your nerd speak like you would if you were talking to each other on the phone, uh, let's move on now and get to some more sound. Is there any NFL sound worth playing Green uh, Bay? remaining? Green Bay. <laughs> you boys got kind of fortunate again. Oh, we did. Yesterday. The offense is rough. I mean, that is not a good Patriots team. And they had a it's good It's not a good Packers them. team, if I'm being no. real with you. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says he struggled against New England's defense. Felt like we got into a rhythm in the second half with some of the play calls. I settled in and usually don't have two terrible halves. So kind of returned to the form I expect for myself. And, and we started moving the football. That cocky, I, now, like... I hate Aaron Rodgers. I've always Rogers, hated though. Aaron Rodgers. And it's, and it's not for the, all the reasons that the woke sports media hates Aaron Rodgers. I just have always hated him. And, but you got to love that there. I'm not going to have two bad halves in a row. That's great. <laughs> that sounds exactly yeah. like something he would say. I kind of like yeah. his cockiness now. No, no, I like it. I don't like his haircut. I don't know what he's doing there. But no, I, I like uh, that's uh, His haircut good. with the hat looks re- straight up ridiculous. <laughs> it's looks like bad. a homeless person. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick says he couldn't keep up with Aaron Rodgers. To make. Um, you know, we, had, we had pretty good coverage on, on some of those. And he just... You know, he's just too smart, too good, too accurate. And in the end, he just, he got us. We couldn't quite do enough. Okay. Um, get back to some college stuff now. Uh, the latest two P5 coaches to be uh, can, of course, Scott Frost in early September, then Herm Edwards by Arizona State. Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech, who just came out and beat Pitt. Sorry, Mark Miller. Uh, <laughs> Carl Dorrell from... Uh, Colorado, and they got, they were at 0-5 to start the year. And then Paul Christ, you know, there are a ton of think pieces out there now on this Paul Christ firing in Wisconsin about how he's, um, you know, fallen victim to the new ruthless way of college football. Or and, and so there's two things I would say to this. If you're Wisconsin, you got to get real yeah. about your expectations, right? I mean, you're Wisconsin, I and I know like, they've had they've had some good teams. I get it that, and they've had some times where they've gone to the, the uh, Rose Bowl, and they've you know been a, a team that's played for championships in the Big Ten. But I mean, this this whole Big Ten thing's about to change and shift dramatically, and you're not you're not going to be as bad as as Nebraska, I don't think, but you're going to be possibly a lot closer to that realistically than you are Ohio State. Yeah. I feel like they had a college football playoff uh, or uh, expectations, and Wisconsin's just not that kind of team. I, I don't think now they are, no. Yeah. Well, they've um, been that team for a little bit now, even when they've had guys like Jonathan Taylor and among many others. And yeah, yeah. They've, they've just been a team that would get to a pretty good bowl game. And he has had some success there. It's not like they, they, yeah. I mean, hey, they're two and three, but, hey, you know. Hey, get your resume ready, Matt Rule. Might be a good start for you. <laughs> <laughs> he is not letting go of this. No, he is. Why not. should I? Why should I? Why is he still around? Um, let's get to some other college sounds from in-state here. Uh, of course, NC State. I only made it. I'm not going to lie. I made it to halftime. Ben, after we went off the air, uh, and I uh, it was a long you know, wrapped day. up. It was a long day after we wrapped up everything uh, on the post game and all that. 
uh, I went and uh, my wife and I, we went on a little stroll, right? Then we had some more of that uh, great barbecue she went out and got. There you go. And then by the time they got to halftime of that uh, NC State Clemson game, I was done. Actually, before the half. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stay up. I, I saw it uh, later in the game. NC State had a lot of opportunities to make it interesting and win that, possibly win that ball game. But Devin Leary made some questionable decisions. The offense just too many turnovers in crucial situations. Dave Doran following the Wolfies loss to number five uh, Clemson in Death Valley. Well, I mean, winning here in the last 36 teams of try didn't get it done. We had to play that better than we did tonight. Here you give Clemson credit. They won the line of scrimmage. Their D-line played really good. You know, I thought they had a good game plan defensively. They played a lot looser in the secondary, made it hard for us to run by them. And their D-line pressured us. You know, on defense, we had some opportunities right before the half to, to walk in with the lead, getting the ball back, and had a coverage breakdown and led the Shippers play. And then we had a chance at an interception we dropped, and then they scored. That was a big possession for them, I think, because we took the lead there on that series before. But, yeah, it's a hard-fought game, and Clemson outplayed us. Obviously, that means they outcoached us today. Was he at the fair? What was going on there? No, that was uh, I recorded that audio. They apparently did it right after the game, like before he even left right. the stadium. Yeah. Oh, okay. No respect for him. You know, they they were like, "Hey, come on over here and just do it like behind the bleachers." Yeah, come here, loser. <laughs> let's let's get your comments real quick. Boy, this sounded. I mean, well, it was late, and I get you know, I, I kind of get that. You don't have time to set up the formal press conference. Uh, is does Cookie does Dabo say anything in the first cut, or are we fine to go with the second cut? Uh, it, it's just kind of an opening statement. I would move on to this. Okay. Part. All right. Well, let uh, Dabo Sweeney credits. Cl- By the way, uh, the 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 tears from uh, Wolfpack Twitter are are so tasty. It is. Gosh, great. they're sweet. Yeah. Gosh, they're so. sweet. I was looking at it's, Twitter during the game, and I was loving it. Well, I mean, think real now. And look, I love Joe Gillio. We had Gillio on the show. We had uh, Doug Martin on the show Friday. And they, you know, Doug Martin was was looking forward to the Pirates kind of opening things up and throwing more, and they did. And, um, you know, but Gillio hit the nail on the head Friday, I thought, too, in a lot of points. But one, he did not. He thinks 6-2 and two is going to win the Atlantic in the ACC. And I got news for you. No. It is not. Well, talk about a team that had high expectations and unrealistic expectations. There were a lot of state fans and even some media members who thought this team was college football playoff ready. I, I've heard the same thing. Which is and absolutely I th- ridiculous. I, I thought it was ridiculous like from even the preseason. Yeah, Wake's better. I agree. Yeah, Sam Hartman looks like a better quarterback than Devin Leary. And Wake had a great, I mean, a fabulous uh, game down in, in Tallahassee to beat Florida State. And I know that's not. Bobby Bowden ain't walking through that door anytime soon. But, I mean, this is... Still a good win. A better Florida State team, I would say. Yeah, they're getting it together down there. Um, So, Dabo credits the Clemson defense for the win. But to me, I thought the defense won the game in the second half. And, um, you know, we had two turnovers, and we had 10 points off turnovers. And the difference in the game was 10 points. And to come out in that second half and set the tone, we had three sacks on them. Again, they they, they couldn't run the ball. Um, obviously disappointed in a couple of plays, you know, we, where we where we we busted a third and sixteen in the first half, and to just vomit um, and and uh, the busted play for the touchdown. Uh, don't look now, but Duke is four and one. Not bad. They snapped yeah. a, they snapped an ACC streak. And look, 
the night that uh, it's ECU homecoming, Duke and North Carolina uh, could wind up, uh, or they're going to play at 8 o'clock that night. Their game time's been announced. And they could wind up, if they both win this week, 5-1 uh, and one heading into that. Yeah, who would have thought um, they would outperform UNC this year, who continues to uh, disappoint their fan base and um, not exceed their expectations or even live up to their expectations. Mac Brown um, might be on the hot seat here soon. Well, four and one, Ben. Pump the brakes. I, not good enough for them. That, that's another team that ah, Ben. They don't care. They want. They're ready for basketball. That's true. Yeah, they don't care. Well, you could say the same thing about Duke, but you know. Well, true. Well, look, yeah. look. The it was start, the contrast in the Duke game and the game uh, at Clemson. I mean, they're you know ABC's in the bus with them as they ride around and go down and touch the raw Howard's rock and the whole nine yards and, and run in. And boy, was that a production. But yeah. You know, that place was a madhouse. And then you look at the Duke and there's Wallace four Wade. people there. Yeah, Wallace, I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's misting sideways and there's four people there. I don't but know I, how you, you know, fix it. Uh, just keep winning. Keep winning. Don't you? It, it, that's it's tough. Just got to keep winning. Uh, but this is uh, Coach Elko uh, after the game where Duke beat Virginia. Yeah, I thought the way we controlled the line of scrimmage was really special. That's what we want this program to be about. Uh, I thought the offensive line really responded. You know, they battled back, and we got a seven-and-a-half-minute drive put together in the fourth quarter. Uh, just really proud of how we blocked them. During the moments they were finally waiting to lead up to the kickoff at Clemson, I, I did flip it over and watch a little bit of that game, I guess. Uh, I don't even know what it was on, Bally's or something. And I, and I thought it – they look better. Duke looks a lot better than they have the last. And it, it pains me to say that because I was always a big Cutcliffe fan. But uh, they do look a lot better. So well, we'll problem, see where that goes. The problem with Cutcliffe for a little bit is they would have a bowl season. And then the next year, they would just kind of like, what happened? And then you'll have another year that a bowl season. And then a couple other more years where it's kind yep. of a 3-4 win Duke team. And it's like, why can't we be consistent here? Why can't we consistently win? I didn't watch any of it because we had our game, but uh, just the reports I'm getting from people who watched UNC Virginia. I mean, Virginia Tech's bad. Gosh, they're bad. Oh, they yeah. Got, uh, that's a – talk about a program that has slipped. Okay, um, let's break. We'll come back. We'll uh, wrap up today's show. Good job there, fellas. Good job. Appreciate nice you. Appreciate you. And we'll uh, be back with uh, more excitement to wrap things up and get you set for tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Uh, Angeles Alderete. I, I couldn't find the phonetics pronunciation, but you know her from the ECU volleyball team. Uh, she got named to the AAC honor roll. They won yesterday. So, uh, Coach Augustine, great job there. Also, uh, Shea Hall. Landed on the weekly honor roll yesterday. She played well. Uh, was on that for uh, plus yesterday, so that was a lot of fun. Enjoyed that. So uh, congratulations to the ladies there getting uh, a big uh, win. A uh, couple of uh, 
items that just broke, ECU will have Norfolk State on the schedule in 2024. And uh, they will play at Wake Forest in 2029. But Dave Clawson will be the uh, Wisconsin coach well before then, right? Maybe so, so. Maybe so. So there you go. Uh, who broke that, Ben? That was uh, the uh, footballschedules.com. Footballschedules.com. They do a great job there. So Norfolk State in 24, uh, Wake Forest in 29 uh, at uh, Winston-Salem for the Pirates. I like that series. I like that uh, because it's uh, regional. And uh, look, there's another p- – place that just doesn't sell tickets and pirate fans can scoop up a bunch of tickets and go watch them play uh in the triad and if you're the wake people you gotta like that because that means you get uh, some tickets sold you get some concessions sold or sold and that's a good thing all right uh big thanks today to uh chris cook also ben byram uh intern dom for his hard work over the weekend to get some of this cut uh, some of these cuts ready as well uh we'll be back tomorrow with the houston huddle for you right here uh and of course we'll have uh, inside ecu athletics with mike houston from logan's roadhouse in just a minute see you tomorrow over 100 years, the families at Bertie County Peanuts have been growing and selling peanuts. Much has changed since 1919, but quality is still number one. So if you're looking for great North Carolina snacks and gifts, look no further than Bertie County Peanuts. Small batch, hand-cooked, and 100% guaranteed. You can't go wrong with their gourmet peanuts. Shop online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net and your order will be delivered right to your front door. Bertie County Peanuts, a North Carolina tradition. Are you suffering from hair loss, bald spots, receding hairlines? There's a new solution for men and women that uses regenerative medicine to stimulate hair follicles and give you thicker, fuller hair with no surgery. This remarkable treatment is now available here from the regenerative specialists at QC Kinetics. That's right. The same protocols that help relieve joint pain can be used to give new life to dormant hair follicles. QC Kinetics medical professionals can use growth factors from your own body, concentrated and applied to your scalp, restoring hair follicles, preventing further loss, and increasing hair growth. Imagine thicker, fuller hair with no expensive surgery and no downtime. So if you're losing your hair due to aging, pattern, baldness, or a medical condition, call now to learn more about exciting natural biologic treatments, regenerative medicine that can stimulate those dormant hair follicles. Get your hair growing naturally again. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-7246. 252-765-PAIN. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates travel to Tulane this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU. And we are your home for Pirates. Pirate football, 94-3, the game. Fireboard and Lincoln. Hi, I'm Eric Fire, your friend in the car business at Fireford and Lincoln and ECU alumni. I'm excited about the ECU football season and I want to wish the Pirates great success and a great season. Here's some limited savings for you Pirate fans. Mention this ad and save $500 off any new or used vehicle at any location. Stop by in Williamson, Plymouth, or Eaton and always open online at Fireford.com. Let's go Pirates! Your
Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com.